How are you doing today? I'm well, how are you? Good. <laughs> I'm so excited to see you both. You are truly identical twins. Yeah. <laughs> we had to get it confirmed because we didn't believe it yeah, at first, so we got a test. To oh, really? <laughs> so is twins something that runs in your family um i think our great-grandfather was a twin but that's it it's just us two. Oh wow okay it's funny to see you looking back and forth at us yeah <laughs> <laughs> see you looking like wait they really do look like <laughs> yeah I mean, length of your hair is pretty much like the same isn't it <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. my hair is a little bit thicker though Oh, who was born first? I was. Okay, and you're Trisha? Yes. Okay. Do you want to know how I guessed that you're Trisha? Tell me. Because the name on the entry is Trisha. Uh-huh. <laughs> that energy came off and said that's who you are. So mm-hmm. my name is Arlene. I'm going to go ahead and we're going to start the show. So welcome to God and Matter. Today's episode features adorable twin, Daisha and Traisha McCants, who are professional women. They are educators, they are studying, um, continuing their education, and they write books. And their series, Tara and Dara, is very popular and well-received. Now, Daisha, Traisha and Daisha, tell me, who are you? let you start with that okay so who we are is a set of twins that um love reading Mm -hmm. Uh, we love education um we do everything together yeah um we love kids and we thought that you know putting our stories on paper would inspire other children to read more and to enjoy reading the way we do and we're educators like you said we've been teaching for this is our 17th year Mm -hmm. so we wanted to um go back to school for educational leadership so that's what we're in school for um i'm trying to think uh (laughs) we do public speaking every now and again we like doing that yeah and um that's pretty much it pretty much it entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. okay so there's so much to com- decompact, so let's start at the beginning. You're okay. educators. You're educators, yeah. and right now while we're doing this interview, we're in the midst of a closure for schools. So yes. how are you functioning as educators in this time period? Um, we're coping the best we can. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a difficult job to be an educator in this uh, type of environment only because um, we don't have that face-to-face interaction with our students that we usually feed off of Mm -hmm. to do our lessons and to gauge if they're getting it or not. Because I'm an entertainner at heart, so (laughs) when I get in front of of the kids, it's more so me uh, combining what I know with trying to entertain the kids at the same time, Mm -hmm. keep their attention. Mm -hmm. So that's difficult doing it uh, via uh, Zoom Mm -hmm. or... um, Google Classroom, mm-hmm. which are the formats that we have. The Google Hangouts. As an option, yeah. Google Meeting. Instead of live, like we're doing right now, I prefer to do recorded because mm-hmm. I have some characters yes. in my classes, so they would be cutting up while I'm trying to teach. So. Exactly. 
<laughs> and so behavior management is a, a difficult thing to do yeah. via the internet. Mm -hmm. So we can't just stop the lesson right, you know, live and say, I'm going to call your parents. <laughs> you know, so it, it's difficult, but at the same time, you know, I enjoy having the one-on-one -on -one because I yeah. think we can communicate directly to each individual student yes. if they, you know, need some help. So we like that part too. Mm -hmm. it, it, it does give us a chance to do individualized. And this is the work. most that I've, I've talked to parents. So mm -hmm. I enjoy that aspect as well. Yes. Um, the parent involvement is really big right now mm -hmm. because there's such a, a, a distance between mm -hmm. uh, us and the classroom. Yeah. So and, um, and a disconnect for them because the parents are not used to what we're doing exactly. as far as our lessons and how you know education has changed from when we were in school. Mm -hmm. So you know, with that being said, they need a little more help and more guidance on how to help their child at home. Well, so parent-teacher meetings are now like a, a regular interaction, correct? <laughs> yeah, they are definitely regular. They are definitely yeah. regular. And, you know, um, they gave us the option. They, they didn't say that we could not do it, but we, uh, I took it upon myself to go ahead and just do a, a Google Voice number. Yep. So they, they can actually call me if they need to exactly. or text me. They're not getting my, my personal, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of personal because they still can reach out if they need some help. If they need instant, yes, I'm right there. Yes. That's awesome. That's mm -hmm. really awesome. Now, you teach what grade and what subject? Uh, we're middle school, um, seventh grade science. Eighth grade reading language arts. But we're certified to teach um, grades one through eight. And everything. We can teach everything. Every subject eight. area. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> So do you find that this change, this shift, it's not easy, but do you find that students are performing better with the parental support that you're seeing? Um, I think it's mixed. Mm -hmm. um, the kids who were already, um, uh, what's the word? High flyers. Yes, high flyers mm -hmm. and um, about school, their minds are already about school. Mm -hmm. They are adjusting well. Mm -hmm. Those kids who lag behind or may have missed things earlier in their school career are still struggling or struggling more so now that they don't have the hands-on. Yeah. Um, and it depends on um, how involved the parent is from the start. Right. You know, some parents aren't hands-on. So mm -hmm. they prefer to let the child sit in front of the TV or play on their phone. So that is a struggle because mm -hmm. we know we don't have that particular parent um, there to help us. So we, we see less work or less production from that student right. even more now that we are on distance learning. And then we have a lot of latchkey kids mm -hmm. where there's nobody home when they get home right. or kid, parents come home really late in the evening. Mm -hmm. So the whole day has gone by and nothing has been done as far as schoolwork. So by the time they get home, they're trying to feed, they're trying to uh, just basically rest mm -hmm. and get ready for their next day. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot of different factors and um, why we might see a, a less of production of work mm -hmm. versus everything getting done and they're waiting for us to say okay what's next mm -hmm. and then um but that goes back to us making communication making sure that we are reaching out to those parents yep. because even though they are not home mm -hmm. if i reach out to them they are going to follow up with my phone call and check exactly. to see if you know the child has turned in any work and then all of a sudden i'll see an uptick in <laughs> and yes. work being turned in so mm -hmm. you know it, it's you know it's a back and forth and give and take. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's great. Bless you for what you're doing. We need teachers. And I think in this era that we're in, parents have a much greater, society has a much greater appreciation for what you do. So um, I think that too. Yeah. And yeah. we appreciate being teachers at, during this time. Yeah. Uh, we've offered help on um, 
our social media platforms as well, mm -hmm. telling people that they can, they can, our friends uh, have children. Mm -hmm. So that we're telling them that they can come to us and ask us if they have uh, questions. And if we can't get the answer, we probably know somebody that can. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a good to be a teacher. But it is good to be a teacher. And thank you again for what you do. So being a teacher, also being in school yourself, and mm -hmm. then you have this other piece of this creative energy of creating books to stimulate reading how did that come about well i had a unexpected vacation mm -hmm. and with that time on my hands i i was talking to god like what do you want me to do right now mm -hmm. since i have all this free time and he basically put it on my heart to start writing down our stories which was something that we had always discussed and we have been talking about it for at least uh three or four years mm -hmm. prior to her actually sitting down she was on the vacation i was not <laughs> so i was still going to uh work but um, she was texting me, asking me about, you know, checking in on the um, Google Doc, you know, proofread this, do this. I'm like, girl, you know, I'm working. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it was great to see her actually put our stories down on paper and to actually see the life that it took on its own mm -hmm. once, uh, you know, she got started with it. Yeah, because uh, a lot of it is true and then a lot of it isn't. So I say 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> it's reality. Yes. But, so, um, go ahead. It says Tara and Dara is based on life experience. Yes, they are based on our true, true stories. <laughs> they really actually happen. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. fun. So how do you decide what goes in, what doesn't go in, and, and how you embellish it, or why do you embellish it? Um, so for the first story, the yeah. switch, mm -hmm. we wanted to tell about a prank that we actually tried to pull off. Everybody wants to know about twins switching classes exactly. or doing something where they switched each other and with each other we and took, someone. Uh -huh, took each other's place. So we said, okay, we're definitely going to write about that. <laughs> the embellished part was because, well, the part that we embellished is us living with our grandmother and we chose to live Don't with Don't tell her. too much of the story. Though. Okay, okay. <laughs> we chose to live with the grandmother because we love our grandmother mm -hmm. so much and mm -hmm. she passed away when we were about 21, 22 years old. Yeah, I'm sorry. So we wanted to live with her because we love going to visit with her during the summertime. I mean, who doesn't love getting everything they want from their grandmother? <laughs> yeah, exactly. My grandmother was my first friend and my best friend. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yes. So we had to make her an integral part of the story. Mm -hmm. And the second thing was that was uh, made up was that we live with our father. Our father was not in our life until we were about 21, 22 years old. Mm -hmm. So we never actually grew up with him in the household. We, we did have a stepfather, but it was nothing like being with your actual dad. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to have that experience through our story. Yeah. So grandma and dad were we must-haves. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was how we came about developing that story. Mm -hmm. But everything else in the story is pretty much true. Pretty much true. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, um, that's funny. And don't give away the story because we want people to buy your story. So um, The Switch is the first one, which is a play on that mystery of twins having the ability to fool people with their identities. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, um, yes. Or do you have an interesting story of something that happened that's not in the book where people mistake, you know, Triesha for Daisha or otherwise? Is there an anecdotal story? 
all the time. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Even our mom, mm-hmm. she could not tell us apart from behind. Yes. So she, it was on the phone. Every time we would have our backs to her and she'd be like, Daisha. And I turn around, I'm like, it's Taisha. We well, knew what I meant. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the one over by the sink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, in school, they would mix us up all the time. Yes. Our friends too. Yes. So <laughs> I mean, but intent if we we're talking about intentional switching, yes, like having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um we try not to do that. We try not to do that. And even with um Okay, so I didn't have my license one time. Don't oh, get, yeah. don't oh, get yeah. me trouble with the oh, booze, yeah. okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't have my license one Call time. Call 911. Exactly. She <laughs> <laughs> had her license, but I didn't have mine. So, but I had a job uh, about ha- half an hour, 45 minutes away from mm-hmm. where we lived. Mm-hmm. We, it was different uh, times that we were working. We yes. didn't get the same shift. They would not give us the same shift. So they gave her one department. They gave me another department. We were working at UPS. Mm-hmm. So I was loading the trucks at 3 a.m., getting off at 3 a.m. She was going in in the evening, but she didn't have her license. So I was supposed to be sleeping, so I couldn't take her to the job. I had to get to work, so I took her license, and the rest is history. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That was fun. That was fun. Nobody nobody got hurt. Nobody was hurt in the process. Um, And then we did the one switch. When we came out with the book, The Switch, we actually went to a restaurant and intentionally pulled a prank on, on our waiter. Yes. That was fun too. Uh-huh. I was like, we should do this more often. <laughs> <laughs> but, but originally when we were little, the idea was my idea. So mm-hmm. 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 yeah. Was a good, the waiter was a good the waiter sport. was a good sport. And also when we were at our other school, we are at a new school this year, but mm-hmm. uh last year, uh the secretary she could never figure us out. Yes. She could never figure us out. We had been working out. with this lady for like almost 10 years. Yes. And she could never figure us out. Every single time I went into the office, which one are you? Uh-huh. Don't play tricks on me today. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> so we deliberately dressed to like one day. Uh-huh. We went to work specifically to switch on her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. So do you, you said you deliberately dress alike, so you don't always dress alike? No, we only dress alike for like interviews, like what we're doing today, or if we have a special event. Mm -hmm. When we're promoting a book, Mm -hmm. we'll dress alike then. Mm -hmm. But normally, before we came out with these books, we'd only dress alike on our birthday. Yes. Okay. So you teach at the same school? Yes. Have you ever fooled your students switching classes? They want us to. Yeah, they want us to trick them. <laughs> We're like, no, never. <laughs> April Fool's Day next year, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep we'll keep that in mind. We'll yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. an option. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. Okay, so let's get into this new book. It's called Tara and Dara, and continue with that new book. So it's the school play. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so in the school play... We have a bully, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the bully wants to try to bring us down, steal our our light, mm-hmm. our joy. Mm-hmm. But we're not gonna let them. A little spark, dimmer it, dim it, dim it, dim it. Yeah. But um, so the girls in the first book they learn lessons mm-hmm. about themselves, mm-hmm. and then in the second book they learn they're still learning yeah they're they're learning to endure mm-hmm. and learning to persevere yes um 
in the second book. Mm -hmm. um, the first book, they, they stand up for themselves mm -hmm. in the second book. They have a voice. Yes. Uh, the first book, they learn that differences are, are good. You know, it's, it's okay to be different from each other. Mm -hmm. um, that's what makes us who we are as yes. individuals. Mm -hmm. So we try to always include a message for the reader mm -hmm. um, to take away um, and hopefully think about and, you know, become better people. Yeah. That's always our goal. Mm -hmm. we're, I mean, even when we're, you know, as teachers in our career, our profession, we're always trying to build up the students and, and explain to them, you know, life is life. Mm -hmm. but it's what you're doing with your life yeah. you know you you got to have a purpose and god put us here for a purpose mm -hmm. you know we're just here as teachers to help you grow and find your your purpose yeah. if you like science then okay maybe science is for you mm -hmm. if you like reading maybe reading is for you you know if you like art mm -hmm. because some people just aren't a uh, mm -hmm. core subject they, they they don't pick up they don't grasp it as right. well but they are very good artistically mm -hmm. we try to encourage that in addition to trying to promote them in the other areas that they may struggle with. Right. So, right. I'm sorry I cut you off. No, you're good. <laughs> you said it better. It's fun love. Um, so, with what you're doing, I, I really like this. Now, I actually write children's book a bit, and that's how I was introduced to you, because someone I met that we know in common, Glenn Porcelain, mm -hmm. mentioned, he was like, oh, do you know the McCants? And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> and said, you should. And he told me how he bought your book for uh, one of his family members and they loved the book. So mm -hmm. I'm glad to hear that. So how does it feel when you put a book out into the world and there are people buying your stories and, and enjoying them or, or walking away with lessons from them? It's scary. And I love it at the same yes, time. Because yes. it's like you're having a baby. Now, I, I have is. a child. I yes. have a child. He's 21 now. 22. He's about to be 22. He's about to be 22. So, it, and, I, and I say it, it's like having a baby because it is. It's like, wow, I produced this. Mm -hmm. This came from inside of me. Mm -hmm. And now you get to see it. Mm -hmm. You know, and then for you to appreciate it. Yes. We want you to love on it too. Yes. We want you to help it grow. Yes. So mm -hmm. it's really exciting and scary and motiv motivating. Yes. When we talk to people who have read our book mm -hmm. and they say they come back with a message, they came back and really enjoyed the characters. And um, first we say, are you kidding? Yeah. 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 That's, that's <laughs> Especially if it's our, one of our friends. We're like, okay, you're our friend. You have to say it. <laughs> but then they say, no, really, I would, I recommended this book to other people. Yes. And yes. that's the exciting part. Mm -hmm. That's what makes us want to write another book because we're like, okay, we're making an impact on people. Mm -hmm. And it's not so much about fame for us, yeah. more so uh, getting a message across and helping people to uh, discover who they are. Because I think, well, long range plans, you know, we want to, because we're teachers, we've been talking about trying to put lessons together yeah. to go along with the book. So uh, for the second book, the, the school play, I actually put a couple of lessons together for each book. So when it came out on our website, um, there are lessons there, but I want I want to expand that more. Mm -hmm. So like if we got an app because children are so into these phones for some reason, <laughs> this technology is taking over, but you know, I want to engage them through the app. I want to give them math. I want to give them, you know, reading. I want, I, I see so much potential mm -hmm. for education through the books. Yeah. It, that's what excites me as well. You know, you know, I'm motivated to continue the series mm -hmm. 
to share our stories because I think they are funny, but also because we have um, a wonderful message that we want to um, pass along to not just children, but to adults because they seem to appreciate the book as well. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So do you publish these yourselves or do you have um, a publisher? So we are self-published in air quotes. We do have someone who helps us um, produce the books and put them on Amazon, mm -hmm. but he doesn't want to take any of the credit. It, 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 you know, the credit does go to us. Mm -hmm. um, he made sure we got into the Library of Congress. Yes. Um, our our uh, illustrator, so our illustrator hooked us up with the guy to help self-publish. Right I am now. thinking just like you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's great everybody needs help and it's good to have people help you make your vision and your dream come true yes. and so, so what we did on the second round was um, I don't mean to cut you off but we did go ahead and publish this in Spanish as well mm -hmm. so not only is it in English now it's being produced in Spanish I'm yes. clapping for you because I think <laughs> it's important to have books in multiple languages yes, yes. thank so, you yeah, so so tell me now, um, the illustrator, what was that process like? Because sometimes, and, and from my own experience, I know there's this wanting to make sure the illustration matches your vision in your head, because sometimes you see what you've written. Yes, totally, totally, totally understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. um, you want to tell her the backstory of how so, we found our illustrator? Yes, it was an interesting thing that happened. It was God. It, it was God. It was, it was, it was totally divine inter inter yeah. intervention. Yes, it was. Um, a student of mine, okay, so we had wrote the books. Mm -hmm. I had them written up from my little vacation. And the following year, that was, um, I think, 2017, mm -hmm. the year you're talking about. Yeah. Now. And then the following year, 2017, I, I had a new bunch of students. Mm -hmm. And at this time, I was teaching sixth grade still teaching reading and one of my students walked up to me random and was like um Mr. McCancer wrote a book I'm like yeah 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 of course she wrote a book we everybody all, writes we stories. all we, we all wrote a book <laughs> she's like no really I wrote a book. because she has a, a, a relationship with her kids mm -hmm. they're always joking around yeah this is this is what they get <laughs> So I'm, I'm saying, yeah, yeah, okay. She's like, no, really, I wrote a book. I said, really? Okay, what's the name of your book? And then she, she told me the name of the book. And she said, I'm going to bring it in tomorrow, okay? I said, okay, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking she's, she's still joking. I'm, <laughs> yes, I'm still joking around. So I'm thinking she's going to bring in uh, some construction paper and uh -huh. staple together, <laughs> you know, like children do. Yes. She brings me this softback book. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm written by mm -hmm. her name yes. and then illustrated by Mike Motts. And I'm like, hold up. Mm -hmm. You have a real, a real book. She said, I told you. Yes. <laughs> so I, was, mm -hmm. I was so impressed with her now. Book. Okay. So before she, she, before she brought the book in, we have been talking for like at least three months yes. about who we're going to get to illustrate it. Mm -hmm. We're like, God, you're going to have to send us somebody. Yes. Because we have no idea. You know, we cannot draw. <laughs> now, try as we may you might get a stick thing yes that is all so we you know we just kept talking to god about it you know saying that we trust and believe that he's going to send someone for us mm -hmm. to use as our illustrator and then we made sketches yes. we made sketches after the books were written mm -hmm. we sat down and said what do we want them to look like yes 
fine. We had our sketches. Our rough sketches. We could not find, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't find them. Mm -hmm. And then we had our rough drafts, okay? Mm -hmm. So fast forward, um, four months later, I have this student. <clears throat> she shows me her book, and I'm like, Mike Motts. She's like, yeah, Mike Motts, Mike Motts. I'm like, Mike Motts. We're like, who is a Mike Motts? Um, why are you talking to me like I should know who he is? <laughs> So after I had that conversation with her, she let me borrow the book for the day. She is on a text message. We were, again, where I work, she texted me, my son about in this book. I can't believe it. You know, she got illustrator. We need to check him out. I was like, okay, well, whatever. Google him. What's right. his name? Yeah. We're so nonchalant about it. <laughs> and then we find out that he's real. Yes. We're like, like, God, <laughs> you really coming through. Not that we doubted you. Stop clapping. <laughs> but I'm saying, it's true. Mm -hmm. So we, we got so excited about it. Yeah, so we did. we did our research on um, Mike Motts. And we went to his website, MikeMotts.com. We was like, oh, this is just too simple. This is really, <laughs> this is just too simple. Mm -hmm. But got to the website. He has a plethora of Books different types books that he's illustrated mm -hmm. on top of types of packages that you can use i was going to say the different illustrations oh, that you can choose that from. too yeah mm -hmm. so you know he he was like an all-in-one mm -hmm. so we're like okay so now we can get our illustrations and get published at the same time yes yes so the hard part was picking out the illustrations we wanted to go along with mm -hmm. our book so to go back to that to your your, your initial statement we were like okay he said, send over your draft, but when you send your draft, put the breaks and what's going, well, how do you envision this page or this scene to be? So just, just describe the scene mm -hmm. in two or three sentences. Mm -hmm. So we went through our draft, broke it up into pages, what we wanted to see on this page and how it should look. I mean, something general. She's wearing a yellow shirt or a yellow sweater, white top. They're standing outside. Mm-hmm. And when we got the sketches back, not, not even in color, not even color. It was just black and white and sketches. And it was only about four or five pages. Uh-huh, because he only gives four or five pages at a time. We were like, he must have been in our heads. <laughs> yes. Does this person know me? Because he has my face on this child. And so we, we did, we, what we did was we sent a picture of ourselves when we were little, just to have a reference. Mm -hmm. And we sent a picture of our grandmother mm -hmm. and a picture of our dad. Just, just for a reference point, you know, the illustrator is going to have their privileges with the, the picture. Mm -hmm. But when we tell you that we were so amazed and impressed with how he took our words, mm -hmm. and we were like, he definitely wrote, I'm sorry, he read the story. Yes. He, he read through the story, then looked at our notes and, and took that and just ran with it. And we, we were thoroughly pleased. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was crying, actually. Mm -hmm. She was. She really was. After the first couple of sketches and then I actually saw them in color yeah so once he went through all of the black and white sketches he actually started sending them in color and it was just phenomenal and a little bit overwhelming mm -hmm. that's um interesting and that's also beautiful I love how the provision came and your prayers were answered and that yes. you wanted I remember um crying myself taking a look at the vision you know being real I remember yes. we were talking about reviews and I remember there was a review I got from like the country of Georgia and it was in Russian and I because my book is in Russian too and I looked through 
to like Google to understand what was said to me. And yes. I started crying because yes. the book changed her little girl's life. She wanted to become like a ballerina. And I thought, yes. this, I mean, I, I, I bawled. So mm -hmm. I can relate to that so much. I'm so glad that you're able to realize these dreams. Now, Tara and Dara, it's beautifully illustrated from what I've seen. So tell me something. You said stories. How many more stories can we expect? Oh, honey. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, maybe two or three more stories. Um, because she wants to do a spinoff series. Yeah. So she wants to stop with Tara Dara. I don't want to stop. I don't want to quit. We have so many stories. This is so true. We had a we made we actually sat down and made a list mm -hmm. of how many stories we could actually tell. Mm -hmm. And we had like at least 15 on the list. Mm -hmm. oh, that's great. And then we were like, okay, mm -hmm. let's let's put them in order of how we actually want the story to flow and the events that they actually happen. Mm -hmm. So we um, we just had an interview a couple of weeks ago, and um, we're thinking about trying to push a book out for December. Yeah. So we we already have the, the actual story laid out. We just need to put our page breaks in and then send it over to the illustrator. But I say I say at least. A total of six if we have two here one coming in in january december january and maybe three, three more. more but the spinoff is not necessarily um something that i want to do we want to well there's a couple of things we want to do we want to do a spinoff but we also want to do a teen series mm -hmm. um like sweet valley high i don't know if you remember those stories the twins yeah uh -huh. no i don't know those stories it was a, it was a, a caucasian set of twins uh -huh. and they had a series of books it was like maybe uh 13 or 14 mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. books in their series so we were we were tossing around that idea because we had an eventful uh middle school career. yes 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 so <laughs> we thought that would be some stories that the kids could also relate to and because the kid we work with middle school mm -hmm. they want they love our books. They love our children's books, mm -hmm. but they want teen books. That is their biggest request. Why don't you ever write something that's for our age group? Yeah. Why don't you tell us about what y'all did while y'all were our age mm -hmm. in sixth and seventh and eighth grade? So that is the reason the, or the motivation also to, um, for us to create another separate series of books. Like Would Tara and Dara grown up or new characters? No, it, it'll be Tara and Dara. Mm -hmm. A little more mature yeah <laughs> yeah a little more mature that's awesome now as twin writers do you ever bump heads on how the story is supposed to look or is that one brain thing going on um generally speaking it's the one brain mm -hmm. um we might have a difference of opinion about not our characters but the other characters mm -hmm. that they're interacting with mm -hmm. we have a difference of opinion so that's when i'll call my son in and he'll be the tiebreaker mm -hmm. he'll, so <laughs> we normally argue about their interactions mm -hmm. um maybe the things that they're saying or the word choice sometimes yeah. because she thinks i'm too um old the way I talk. <laughs> I don't talk like I'm a first or second grader. Exactly. So because, because of my language. Your advanced vocabulary. Yes. And she, she says that I'm always trying to pull out my SAT words. Yes, for a first grader. <laughs> so other than that, you know, and or sometimes you don't sound hip. Yeah, she because she thinks I'm nerdy. <laughs> 
I'm the nerd out of us too. So she, she says that I always bring that through um, with the, the vocabulary and the text that mm -hmm. we, we put together. So sometimes we got to bring it down. Uh -huh. We bring it up. Yes. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny you mentioned that because writing myself, I notice it's hard to make sure you're, you're having the language that can yes. be your audience. children. Right. Yes, yes, yes. So it is a little difficult because, you know, we're, and maybe because we're, we are talking to children that are older mm -hmm. on a daily basis. So to bring the conversation back down, you know, it's a little challenge. And um, we're just wordy people. We talk a lot in general. So, so sorry. That, <laughs> that tends to come through in our writing as well. <laughs> we over explain, we over talk. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll argue about that too. <laughs> That's awesome. Now you have a terraanddara.com and that Terra and Dara, it's T-A-R-A-H-D-A-R-A-H.com. Mm -hmm. and, and people can purchase your book on Amazon. Yes, they can go to Amazon and purchase our book there. Or oh, and we also have it now on Walmart.com. So if they don't have access to Amazon, they can purchase it on Walmart.com. And that just actually was launched a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So how did you get from Amazon to Walmart? How did you make that switch? Um, I'm going to let you just tell the story. <laughs> I, just, I think I wanted to expand where um, they could purchase it. It's, it's a little difficult to get on Barnes and Nobles, and I know that they have a large children's section there. But I figured Walmart was more accessible to everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, Amazon, people don't have time, and, you know, you can't get the, the book in a certain amount of time. I know that on walmart.com, you can make your purchases directly from us and it'll be shipped out. Yeah. Versus us doing the whole Amazon, going through the Amazon shipment. We wanted it to be accessible, accessible to everyone. Mm -hmm. And Amazon is not accessible to everyone. Yes. With the prime and everything. So. Okay. So they go to your website, taraandara.com mm -hmm. and they select that they want to purchase your book, books and then they can get them through Walmart. Yes. Okay, sounds good. Now, we talked about quite a bit of stuff. It's been actually a really fun interview. It's the first time I've interviewed twins. My, my grandfather was actually mm -hmm. a twin. Um, and so my grandmother married a twin. Mm -hmm. And um, they were very different um, in terms of what they did but very curious um are there things that are very different about the two of you and they were identical twins i want to say no off off the top we don't have um a lot of differences and the, the it's funny that you brought up your grandfathers because we had a radio show where we interviewed twins all the time mm -hmm. that was the, the premise of the show just to interview twins because that's all we love we only love twins i'm just joking, I'm just joking. <laughs> we don't like y'all regular people <laughs> Just joking, just joking, just joking. But we had a, we had a, because we would invite, let's say we invite you on the show and you wanted to talk about your grandfather, your grandfather right? Your great grandfather. Um, and how he is different. We would talk to twins and it was, it's a lot of twins that don't like being twins. They don't like it. They don't like it at all. And I mean, you can see we enjoy it. Yeah, we, we go in all the way with our twinship. Mm -hmm. We've embraced it. Mm-hmm. Other people, we met a set of twins in 7-Eleven. I'm sorry, I keep telling you stories. But we met a set of twins in 7-Eleven, and I said, hey, it's a set of twins over there. She's like, okay, go ask them if they want to be on the show. I said, okay. 
So I said, excuse me, they were dressed just alike, by the way, because they're both nurses. So they had their scrubs on. And it's crazy because a lot of twins do the same profession uh-huh. and they work together. Yes. Go ahead. So they were in scrubs, but two different colors. Mm-hmm. So I said, excuse me, um, I noticed that you have a twin. And I pointed over at her sister. I said, would you be willing to come on our radio show? We interview twins. She's like, oh, really? And then she looked over at her sister. Her sister was giving her the stank eye and then looked over at me and gave me the stank eye. <laughs> I said, well, you know, just talk it over. Here's our card. You know, um, talk it over. Let us know if you're interested and just send us an email if you would like to be on the show. No pressure. Mm-hmm. She said, okay, I'm going to talk to her and, and, and I, we'll get back to you. Long story short, they never contacted mm-hmm. us. Part of it, when we were doing our interviews of the twins, we noticed that twins are in a bubble of their own. And they're exclusive. They're not inclusive. They're exclusive. Mm-hmm. So we act out of our twin nature by wanting to talk to other people. Yes. Wanting to show off our twinship. Yes. I guess some twins have a bad experience mm-hmm. with being twins. And so that sh- they want to shut off the public yeah. because it is like being a public figure being twins because you get spotlight on you automatically. We go in the grocery store with our, in this Corona <laughs> age, quarantine <laughs> with our mask on and get stopped. Totally different masks, totally different masks. We don't even, we have the same mask, but we deliberately, wear different ones because we don't want to want we don't want people to say, say anything to i us. mean if you're a regular person like we are mm-hmm. we're regular we're regular people. people we just want to go and be regular in the grocery store mm-hmm. you know we're doing our shopping mm-hmm. people still stop us yes. and ask are we yes. twins and i'm looking with at our mask on and we say how do you know this <laughs> what is giving it away <laughs> Because you only see our eyes mm-hmm. and our eyebrows. Mm-hmm. It's your eyes and your eyebrows. Yes. Like, your eyebrows. <laughs> That's exactly what they say. It's your eyes and your eyebrows. And we're like, it has to be something more than that mm-hmm. because we're deliberately. I'll ha- I had a baseball cap on one day. Yes. She and I didn't. didn't. Still, we got stopped. We got stopped. <laughs> so, it, you know, twins are, are a strange creature. Yes. Yes. They, yes. they don't. Um, mingle well with others yes. because they're so tight they're so close mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. we're all each other technically needs mm-hmm. in other twins minds mm-hmm. so it, we learned a lot about ourselves as twins interviewing these other sets of twins and, and then we have other twins that don't like being twins they're like the total opposite mm-hmm. they hate it mm-hmm. they don't like it at all <laughs> they don't want to have someone else looking like them which is crazy to me because I'm and like they don't want people to know they have a twin. Yes, yeah, so they'll move. They'll move away from each other. Oh well. But God will bring them back together, which is crazy. God continues to bring them back together, even though they try to fight and kick against it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how can you? How can you fight your yourself? Yes. Because that's basically what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say that correctly. You did it right. <laughs> that's, that's actually true. You know, how can you fight yourself, twin or not? People often fight themselves, and it it is sad, but sometimes it's about um, having the courage to face yourself. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. You are saying a lot right there, sister. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You you almost said a lot. Um, Can I be the third twin? No, okay, so. (laughs) You know what? We got a million third twins. So, come on. Yep. (laughs) You (laughs) are so fun. Um, So, a couple things. One. Did you see that video where these newborn twins were put uh, by their mo- on their mom's um, stomach and 
they reached out. One reached and out. Know each other's hand. And yes. Hands. Yes. Wasn't that cute? That was so cute. I wonder about, I mean, to know and to sense mm -hmm. there and that connection, that bond is powerful. It is. It is. That is powerful and a blessing. Mm -hmm. And I see that bond through you all and it's beautiful. Um, a couple, sure, a couple things. One, you mentioned God quite a bit. How mm -hmm. does God shape who you are as persons, as teachers, as entrepreneurs, as writers? I, I think you want me to start. No, I was going to start. Uh, I was going to just say, he's, and our experience with God is different. Um, uh, let me start there. Mm -hmm. Because in life, we have our own struggles. We have our own battles. Yes. And our own tests of will. Mm -hmm. And as far as me, I had to learn to trust when I heard him mm -hmm. um, and let him guide me instead of me taking the will and saying, I'm going to do it this way. Let him show me the way. Mm -hmm. Let him um, open up doors for me mm -hmm. that I thought were closed. So um, he's, of course, my father. You know, I love him. But at the same time, there have times that I've been angry with him mm -hmm. because I've been disappointed. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to me learning to listen and learning to trust what I hear from God. And I just want to add to what you're saying. Um, my relationship, like she said, it was is different with God because I would I, I had no problem with following and believing that I heard God, right. but it was the faith part that I lacked. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I had to come to terms with, with God on that front. And like she said, I was angry with him, but it was because you told me I, I was going to get this and I never got it. Right. And then it registered that it, it, it did come to me, but my eyes were not open. Mm -hmm. I, I could not see it because I was too busy struggling against exactly. what he was blessing me with. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's just, I think God is amazing mm -hmm. and he's mm -hmm. patient. Mm -hmm. And even when we think we know better, God is always there. And even when you think it's over for you, he will bring it yes. back to you again. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know. Don't make me cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. But <laughs> You're throw just, out on the show if you'd like. Um, that's your heartfelt sentiment, and I welcome it. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, um, he's just a God of many chances. Mm -hmm. You know, Again, we struggle, we fight, mm -hmm. we come to grips with it, we come to terms with it, we get depressed, and he picks you up, he dusts you off and mm -hmm. says, okay, let's do it again, mm -hmm. let's try it again, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So that's how he's, he's, he's shaped my life, how he's been a, a, a force within my life. And we grew up with God, let's, let's start there. Mm -hmm. we, we did grow, with God, grow up with God in our lives, mm -hmm. you know, from a very young age. Um, but we didn't know him. No. And I still feel like I'm still growing to know him. Mm -hmm. You know, um, our relationship has grown over the years with him. Exponentially. Yes. But I know that it's more that he wants to show us both. Yep. And it's more that um, we uh, have to learn from him. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned being angry with God. Mm -hmm. That's a very good point because a lot of times people don't want to admit that. Yes. <laughs> um, and it does say um, in the 
New Covenant Testament. Um, I don't really like to say testament because testament is when someone is dead and mm -hmm. deceased. So it's really a covenant um, mm -hmm. that God made uh, through Yeshua, um, which they say is Jesus. What in that allowed you to say, I'm angry, God? What allowed you to say that? Because there's this discouragement from being honest about that conviction. Mm -hmm. So you're asking what led us to admit to our anger? Yes. Well, uh, for me, it was, um, I was in a relationship and I believed that the, the guy that I was with at, the, at that time was supposed to be my husband. You know, God had came to me and told me, he gave me a dream mm -hmm. that he was supposed to be my husband. And lo and behold, maybe a year later, he's getting married to somebody else. So that, that was the turning point for me. You know, I, I was angry with it. I, I had shut everything down. I was like, I'm not talking to you anymore. It's over. You know, it was, it was a bad breakup with me and God. <laughs> but I knew he was still there. Mm -hmm. I knew it. Mm -hmm. He was carrying me the whole time and then showed me the reasons why this could not be my husband. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And how he saved me. He saved me from a headache. That heartache was for a little while. It was only for a moment. Mm -hmm. But that headache would have been for a lifetime if I had kept trying to, you know, make something happen with this person. You know, you, you can't sit and make things happen. Mm -hmm. God will show you. He will show you that it is in his will. You got to line your will up with God's will. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's not your will and that's it. Right. God has a plan for you. And you, you have to understand to take yourself out of that mm -hmm. and let God do his work. Yep. And what about you, Daisha? I was going to say mine is similar to yours, um, but it was different. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I was in a relationship with a young man and it didn't work out. And I just felt alone. I felt totally by myself, even though I had mm -hmm. you, I had, we had our parents. Mm -hmm. I just didn't feel like there was anybody in the world for me. Yes. I and that. I went to bed and I cried and I asked God, why does this keep happening to me? And I could feel his hand on my hand. I don't know if you could understand what I'm saying, if that just sounds crazy. No, it does not sound crazy. I understand. <laughs> Go ahead. I was, laying, I was laying in my bed and my, my head was on my arm and I felt a hand hold my hand. And he said to me, I am always with you. You are never alone. And I, and I went, no, try not to cry. No, cry. <laughs> she said you can cry. She said, she said I could cry. Yeah, she, she said, said I could cry. But, you know, in that moment, I knew that I couldn't be angry with God. Mm -hmm. I couldn't mm -hmm. hold that, hold that in right. my heart. And I couldn't even be angry with the, the young man that broke up with me mm -hmm. because that wasn't the person for me. Mm -hmm. That wasn't the route that I was supposed to go, similar mm -hmm. to what you were saying. Mm -hmm. And people don't understand that when a door gets shut for you mm -hmm. it's only to help you and mm -hmm. to make you go to another door yes mm -hmm. and why you keep trying to open it <laughs> yeah you're trying to force it trying to force it mm -hmm. open mm -hmm. and that's just not not the way you should go so you know that was about 10 15, <laughs> 10, 15 and you know that and the crazy part about it is because those things happen to us mm -hmm. We're still single, and we see why we're still single. Yes. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. yeah. We understand that if we were with these men, we would never have produced these books. Right. We would never have a voice to 
share our story and to get a message out to young people. And we wouldn't even be pursuing our education as much as we are. Mm -hmm. We It's so many different things that have happened to us that have been blessings yes. that we would, would have never experienced mm -hmm. had we married these people mm -hmm. that we're trying to be with. Mm -hmm. So, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. yes, but in the moment you have to discern mm -hmm. what is good for you and which path you need to take and listen and trust that God listen to and trust him. That is an important lesson. Um, one that we all need to remember um, daily. You know, I've had my own moment where I was like, God, you know, what's going on here? You know, mm -hmm. trying to figure out what's happening. But I'd say that after going through changes, sometimes you just have an increase in your faith. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sounds like yes. what happened to both of you, that you had this increase in your faith that allowed you to not only reconcile what you didn't immediately understand, but also blossom into these flowers that you are, that are, you know, like stars on the earth, helping children and others through your books and through your teaching and through sharing your stories, which is really beautiful. I appreciate it. Thank you. I just wanted to also say, you know, um, with the faith piece, God would always say to me, you know, faith of a mustard seed, yes. faith of a mustard seed. Mm -hmm. If you could just have faith in me, just, you know, just as small as a mustard seed, I will show you. And I was like, you know what, God, I'm going to have at least that little, that little bit of faith. <laughs> But it has grown so much, you know what I'm saying, to, to speak to your point. Okay, so you've said a lot, and I did. we are going to share a bit of an excerpt from your book, um, which is beautiful. And in addition to that and, and your book, I want to ask you, is there anything that I haven't asked that you'd like to share with people? No, no I think we told all our business. <laughs> Without you even asking, we told everything. <laughs> and you got a third, 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 third twin. That's right. We have a triple now. Yeah. So it's perfect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was awesome. So I want to thank you so much. I wish you God's continued blessings. I do want people to go and look at your book, taraanddara.com. Daisha and Triisha McCants, thank you so much for your time today. God bless you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we really appreciate it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll say thanks to you too. Well, yeah, I was just going to say that I was going to ask you to be well and be safe. And again, thank you for what you're doing with the kids. It's so important. Thank you. Bye. Bye. That was so much fun. Now, Triesha and Daisha are going to read a bit of the school play to us. The Misadventures of Tara and Dara, The School Play by Daisha and Triesha McCants. Illustrations by Mike Motts. To TH, JM, and NM. With love. Also by Daisha and Triesha McCants. The Switch and The School Play. It was a warm spring day. Spring was Tara and Dara's favorite time of the year. Not only because their birthday was in the springtime, but also because they got to go outside and play without their coats and gloves and hats. The twins didn't like having all of those things weighing them down. The twins were excited about going to school this day in particular, 
because all the students in the second grade were going to have a chance to be in the annual spring play. The second grade teachers, Mrs. Black and Mrs. Campbell, were in charge of putting the play together. The twins couldn't wait to get their chance at reading a part. I wonder who I'll be, the rabbit, or maybe the chick that gets to pop out of the egg, Tara wondered out loud. Dara sat quietly watching her sister model in the long hall mirror, popping in and out of an imaginary egg. She was funny to watch. Come on, Dee, you aren't going to practice? Tara waved for her sister to come stand in front of the mirror with her. No, I think I'll wait for the auditions at school, Dara said, trying to sound disinterested. Tara looked at her sister and wondered what was going on with her. She knew her sister better than anyone else. Dara was just as excited about the play as Tara had been a few days ago. What had changed? The girls had finished their breakfast quickly this morning and almost forgot to kiss Grand Grandma Eva goodbye. Hey, 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 where are you two going? Aren't you forgetting something? They stopped mid-step and said together, oh yeah. They ran to give her a quick group hug and kiss and said, love you, have a good day. Grandma Eva said, love you babies, be good and have a good day. Don't forget to be home on time. I have a surprise for you today after school. The twins looked back and smiled. They couldn't wait to see what the surprise would be. Grand Grand was always surprising them with cookies or cakes that she would make. Sometimes she would make them dolls out of old scraps of cloth. Grand Grand used to be a seamstress and a maid so she was always cooking or sewing something. She was still very good with her hands, even though she complained of pains sometimes. The girls were so excited about the surprise, they forgot all about the play until they got to school and saw their friends. Many of their friends were trying out for the same parts they wanted. The teachers decided to have the auditions that afternoon. I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I love children. I love children's books. I love educating kids. I actually tutor and volunteer myself. So to meet the McCants was just a great experience today. I love the fact that they are dedicated to children, that they not only teach, but they write these books, that they're dedicated to each other. You know, a lot of times siblings don't get along, but these two do. And not only do they get along, they get along in such a way that they help others to move forward. That's wonderful. The other thing that was really great about what they shared was their faith. And the fact that they talked about a truth that a lot of people don't want to admit. Sometimes we get angry with God. Sometimes we have to search through and find that truth in order to have peace. And they definitely have that peace. Now the books Tara and Dar are available at taraanddar.com consider checking them out next time on God and Matter episode 109 we're going to have Petunia Tolo from South Africa she's a powerhouse who helps the youth to dream thank you so much for listening to God and Matter 
God and Matter is produced by Arla Speaks Media LLC. It's available at youtube.com and castbox.fm.